All right. Welcome into the Horse Racing Happy Hour. I'm Mike Gandolfo, and I'm joined by my my very good friend, <laughs> my brother in arms, quite frankly, one of the loves of my life, Louis Rebeau. Oh, I thought you were going to say producer Zach. Yeah, no, no, I'm here too. No, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, well. hey, all right. All right. So, uh, you know, we're in the weird time, the weird time where we're waiting. The waiting is the hardest part. The waiting part. is the hardest part. Other Did than the other part, it's the hardest part. Did you uh, did you miss me last week? No, we had a great show. <laughs> That's the answer I want. <laughs> no, no, we didn't miss you. Everybody's rocking the horse racing happy hour has. I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of company pride today, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, so uh, make sure, by the way, if you're if you're listening to us and you want to see us live, the zaniness that we are. Uh, you can go to Spotify and pull up the video of this, or you can uh, Zach. We got, we're on YouTube now. I don't even know where we're at. Zach, Zach took over this for my life, and I am like, I'm one happy person. Zach, jump on your world. You went from doing nothing to doing even less than nothing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I show Twitter, up at eight o'clock on Thursdays. Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. What are we gonna do? Is like, are we gonna it's get Spotify, knocked off? Well, it's Spotify. And are we gonna like, but live on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch? Uh, but you can go back and watch at any time. What are we gonna do when Elon uh, finishes his world takeover and won't? <laughs> will he not allow us without paying to do the live stream? Or are we? Will we be sol there or what? I mean, I really have paid zero attention to that whole thing because it really does not impact my life a whole lot. Uh, it's one of those things that's become so political that I don't trust anyone on the issue. If people oh. lead a certain way, they think he's doing a great job. If they lead a different way, they don't think he's doing. But just to be fair, Zach does have some kind of background insider knowledge in the tech space. So let's hear what Zach has to say. Yeah, but we also know how Zach leads. So he's going to say he's doing a bad job. Oh, that's I don't ask him if he's well, doing I'm a good job or a bad job. I just want to know if we're going to get kicked off Twitter. <laughs> so, so one, I highly doubt we would get kicked off Twitter. But okay. there will come a day where if we wanted to keep Twitter as a platform, that we would have to pay. But two, you know when you have – the friend in horse racing that owns horses that come in last in every race, but they keep on buying horses. Here comes his uh, political statement, by the way. All right, go ahead. That's Elon Musk in Twitter. Like he yeah. can just, he can, All right, he I want to talk to Rachel. He can pay for it to keep going, whether it makes <laughs> money or not. Like he can be the second coming of, of everything horrible, but uh, I'm not a fan. If only because Twitter this past week, um, and this is where it gets political, sorry, uh, is they removed their, um, from their terms where, uh, where they, they say, All right, Zach, you had completely derailed the show and we're three minutes in. All right. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're going, we're, going, we're moving on. All right. Well, let me talk about where I was at least last Thursday. So since I was at Bourbonville, there she is, Rachel. Yeah. Rachel needs to be bigger than us for sure. Uh, Rachel, how are you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Thanks for joining us tonight. So we were just talking. I wasn't on the show last week. So uh, we had to uh, yeah. get we in had, close for the real thing, guys. I got a uh, Dan oh. Illman had to fill in for me last week. Crushed. It. Crushed it. I'm sure he always does a great job. Why uh, do these dogs know that we're doing this stupid show? Every dude, time? I'm so glad that your dogs are barking because I was going to preface this. My dad's dog that I got him, he treats like a child. She has no manners. If you hear dogs barking hey. in the background, so hey. I'm excited. Tell him, Louie. Louie's yelling at him. Hey! Rachel, is it really loud on your end, the dogs barking? 
No, I'm we, well. I'm not in the man cave. The man cave has all the cool speakers, you know, that like Gavin has, and I'm just in, in the bedroom. So like, I don't think it's as loud as Louis up. thinks it is. Yeah. So at the end of the day, though, it's loud for us here. But the uh, we have these. <laughs> We have these uh, these big hound dogs that are like straight out of the book where the red fern grows. Did you read that when you were in grade school? No. Uh, well, don't. I, I love, I can, the, I'm literally reading books right. right now. I love reading, but I've never read where the red fern grows. Fern grows. Red red fern grows. I didn't even see yeah. Zach nodding, but he should have been nodding at that Ball State joke. I'm I'm a little disappointed. With Zach. You sure, did sure. you read that in grade school where the red fern grows? Or was that like a, yeah. So the coon hounds uh, in the that's basically what we got next door, and so the. Uh, oh, thank you. But yeah, eventually our money will keep you. It's beautiful. Who's that's my backyard. That's your backyard. Did you say oh. I have a nice backyard? She did. Well, I said it's your backyard. <laughs> Remember, you invited me to the party like a couple years ago, and I didn't come. I missed out on that beautiful backyard. The Thank Kentucky, you. Yeah, the Kentucky Derby backyard. That that's this is the backyard. He's got a beautiful back in general. Yeah, yeah. it's my best side. <laughs> So la last, how was uh, how were your first two days of racing? Do you have a couple people up there? Nice oh handle. Oh my first gosh, two days. yeah, yeah. And there was a pretty good uh, crowd the first day too on a yeah. Tuesday. It was awesome. And um, yeah, two point eight million on opening day versus Amazing. last year, which was one point eight million. And then uh, yesterday we crushed again. So very exciting first start to the meet for sure. Awesome. Boy, um, getting back into the horseshoe game. $8 ticket on the late pick three yesterday. What? Yeah, my bro texted me. Louis texted me. I was like, Big Shit. fudge? Little big fudge action. Single the he quarter does horse that race. all the time. Was it the one with the quarter horse? Was the quarter horse race the uh, leg, the last leg, right? The anchor? Yep. Yeah. You always do that, dude. I've said yeah. it every time I'm on the okay. show. You crush the quarter horses. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Every now, time I take off a quarter horse day, I'm like, Louie, come fill in for me, bro. <laughs> all right. So I got some stories I got to tell. All right, so, go. and, and Rachel's going to like these stories, actually. All right. So this is uh, story time with Mike. By the way, Rachel, I just want to make sure that you know that Louie and I today, it's we're not even two weeks. We're more than two weeks away from the Kentucky Derby, but we were already talking today about what we're going to do for the Indiana Derby. <laughs> we're talking Indiana Derby. Rachel, gonna, there is serious it's talk. It's fun, isn't it? At ESPN you guys love Bowl. coming to the Indiana Derby. Serious talk at ESPN Louisville, getting a bus together from Louisville. <gasps> a party bus. Party bus. Say less. Do you, will, <laughs> will, will you be able to convince Ed to get on with us on the party bus? <laughs> and for us to like. But I can, I can talk Ed into anything. Yeah, I love it. I'm calling it out right now. Party bus would go. Ed DeRosa, okay. Horse Racing Nation, Horse Racing Happy Hour crossover. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And then afterward, we all hit B dubs. Oh, we got to go BW3s. That's where, that's where, that's where, that's where, that's where, and then we go home. And whoever, oh, we'll do it, do it, and whoever won the race, you know, that's right. Where are you going to go celebrate your Indiana Derby win? We're going to BW3s. Woo! Oh, this is a plan. I love it. This is a plan. No, this year we have to go to somewhere local. We have to go to somewhere downtown. We have to go to Capone's in Shelby. Capone's is awesome. All right. Capone's is fun. We're going to Capone's this year. Okay. We can do that. Underrated that, drinking know, scene. Shelby Shelby like, Man, it, you know, we got to go somewhere local. I hear you. All right. So, uh, first story was uh, last week I was not here because I was at Bourbonville, yep. which is a Kentucky Derby Festival event because we party hard. 70 <laughs> events leading up to a two minute horse race, including North America's largest fireworks show this weekend. A uh, couple so, of dads partying hard. Well, the whole city of Louisville parties hard. So, uh, you know, if it, the weather's going to suck Saturday, unfortunately, but usually we would have a huge crowd out there uh, for the fireworks. So, but at Bourbonville, I run, ran into MJ and our other friends from 106.9 that was hanging out with us at the top of the uh, okay. 
of the media oh, section yeah, last yeah. year. Hey, MJ. And they, they, MJ had uh, MJ interviewed me from Bourbonville, and then they, uh, the other guy, man, I'm, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. This is not good, good for me because he was a great dude. But they're like super pumped about hanging out with us. Well, they back. Oh yeah, they're like they cannot wait till Oaks and Derby just hanging out on Radio Row with the horse racing happy hour. You know they don't the Issel the missiles coming. So it'll be all about it. It's Can't gonna, wait. Yeah, and then um, and then I I just got back from Kansas City, and I'm I'm flying home, and there's two there's two flights here. Uh, I'm begrudging Southwest because they were fully full flights, and I and you know I got like B41 and CO4, so I'm pretty much screwed. Um, I get a on, crap hand. What's that? It's a crap hand. Yeah, it's a crappy. crappy hand. And I literally like got on like I had I had to get at one o'clock to you know to check in for the twenty four hour rule, and I got on at like one o one, and I was like, how do I have B forty one and CO four? So uh, I'm flying home. The first the first flight, uh, I end up noticing the guy next to me is playing chess on his uh, little handheld. So I say, hey, you know, I pulled out my iPad, said, you want to play chess? You know, you versus me. And he's and I, I dust him, of course, like just completely dust yeah. him. Get out of here. And the humble brag is coming right here because the guy was a PhD <laughs> candidate in neuroscience. <laughs> Take a shot. My he's going, going, no, he's going to Chicago. He's from Kansas State. He's going to Chicago to present on um, on like memory and stuff like I that. I do but, love that. I do love that. But this is the story you're going to like, Rachel. So and then on the flight from Chicago to Louisville. I uh, luck out somehow, and there's a, there's an exit row. I, I got to sit by the window, but there's an exit row window left. So I sit there, and I sit next to this awesome couple. And the lady starts talking about why they're coming. You know, you get the person who talks to you next to the flight. And this one actually ended up being a good one because she was talking about how this whole trip planned. It's her husband's birthday. So obviously, they're coming to Kentucky to do exactly what she wants to do. And she's got like this whole like itinerary. Husband, like a good husband. Yeah, right. This whole itinerary of all the farms and all the horses she's going to go see. And I was like, oh, I was like, do you like the Kentucky Derby? She's like, I love the Kentucky Derby. So we've been a couple of times, but we like really like coming like a week or two before and, and going to all the farms are like hopping and stuff like that. And so she's, they went to Three Chimneys today and all those other kind of places. Sure. And, uh, so this morning I said, Hey, do me, do, let's do this. So this is for Jane and Brian wake up at six 30 in the morning, meet me by the mile shoot at Churchill Downs. Let's see what we can do. And we did, did not the- do that for them. Oh yeah. So we walked in the backside and, uh, Jane and Jane was like, like by the end of it, like that we found a horseshoe off the ground, gave her a horseshoe sponsored by horseshoe, Indiana. Um, <laughs> so, you know, she's like almost in tears, and oh, yeah. and we, we walk up to that little uh, like timer stand right there by where the horses come out by Media Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me, the the two of them, one other guy, and Todd Pletcher, and the whole thing like they just wanted to see Forte. Like that was the she whole deal. Uh, died, oh, right? I, I told her she couldn't fangirl out too much if we right. if he went up there. And so uh, so Zach's actually got some footage of Forte and Forte and Tappet Trice on the track tonight. If we can put that up there, Zach. And we'll just talk over the top of it. So they didn't really do much today. But listen, this was like the picture-perfect morning to go on the backside this morning. That Like, as many times as I've been on the backside, this was a top-five weather day to be on the backside. And the trick to going on the backside, if, you, Forte, if you can, yeah. there, there's Forte and yeah. Tabit Trice will come on uh, towards the end. I got a whole lot of Forte here. Didn't really do much, like I said. But, you know, just getting acclimated to the track. It's um, – He's he a great looking horse, right? Yeah, he goes yeah. over the track really, really well. Like it's easy for him. 
And there's Tabatrice. Uh, you know, I uh, Tabatrice looked looked collected. I thought it was interesting, just kind of how. And Rachel, you probably have a little more insight on this too about how trainers kind of do it. The the two of them came out late, and they came out together. And I was like, oh, he's gonna probably gonna run them together, whatever else. And he definitely intentionally spaced them out. Tabatrice was probably a furlong and a half of ahead of uh, ahead of Forte, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of that has to do with horses, um, uh, like how they are together in the barn, which right. is sort of, I don't want to say personality, but you don't want to put two horses that are super competitive together to work together. That's just like a, I guess like a horse, that's my horse girl and horse racing analysis. You don't really know what the trainer, unless they tell you why they do it. But a lot of the time you don't want to put two horses like that together because they'll get locked in and then overwork themselves, put them out different and they can kind of take their time. Didn't look like he, that's obviously, you know, that was obviously just go out, get used to it chill be slow right. you know Stretch you don't want to put those kind of horses together and get them amped up and and give too much before the race day so i'd so say that probably names? was the plan what were their names forte and tapet oh you're talking about your friends <laughs> you're talking about what? jane jane and brian it's brian's birthday today Whoa. happy birthday to brian 420 birthday How about Br that? brian's on the 420 celebrating <laughs> with a little bit of four if it tells yeah. you anything about my brother he's having a 420 party today really and he's he having like an earth day party party like planting flowers yeah, and... that's my brother and that's he was nice. like can you come to my 420 party tonight and i was like absolutely not sorry i have a <laughs> I, ha I now have kids and <laughs> yeah you don't you, you do not have people. children <laughs> have fun at your party but anyway that's right i work for a casino they do drug tests you know <laughs> yeah, kind of not happening thanks thanks bro well good i'm glad your meet started well that's awesome Zach, um, zach's partying with it tonight though he's he's celebrating i'm sure so we're all yeah, good. i'm glad we're gonna get together for some of these events it's gonna be fun are you will, will be, you uh, be in church alliance for derby or not what's the I, story yeah, well so gary had me come and work and handicap the vip room but that was the one year eric didn't have us race and then he's having us race on derby the last two years and i can't i mean if i if I asked Eric, he would let me, but I don't want to leave on Derby day. It's a big day. There's a huge yeah. crowd. There's hat contests. And as much as I would love to be at the Kentucky Derby, if we were, if we race my first, my first, uh, you know, my first thing is horseshoe Indianapolis. There it is. So this is racing Rachel. They do sign my check. <laughs> they do. And Eric is a Eric's a good guy. So yeah, he's good. if I wanted to, he'd let me. He'd understand. But you got great people yeah, up no, there. I, I want to be there. I want to be there to be there at Hoosier Park or at Horseshoe Indianapolis when for Derby. So but I'm gonna be jelly and I'm gonna watch you guys' show, obviously. Thanks we'll, be doing, uh, show. we'll be doing uh four days, Monday yeah. through Thursday, live at Churchill. Three first three on the backside, the fourth one up in three twenty two. And uh, Horseshoe is going to be presenting that, um, presenting some of that uh, that coverage as well. And Rachel will jump on twice that week, nice to give us picks because Horseshoe will be running a couple of those days. Um, and I'll do like I did last year, Rachel, and give out the winner of the first race at Horseshoe on Derby Day. So, that's, so that's my man. That was my best pick of the day. It was like seven to one. So this is my Randy clop off the bench. Let's go. This was my first trip to the backside this year. Um, that's the that's the backside Churchill Downs. Just want to make sure I'm very clear on that. Um, and uh, you know, you're always supposed to bet on the, the, the first derby horse and the first Oaks oh. horse that you see. Okay. The first derby horse I saw was Forte, really? and the first Oaks horse I saw was wet paint. So. <laughs> That'll be a $2 yeah. level. Yeah, I'll do well, that. I've little... heard that. You're supposed to bet on the first one you see? If you go on the backside a lot, yeah. that's your, oh, on the backside, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Yeah. You go like watch it. the workouts. Go. You got to bet on the first ones you see. Are, is there much buzz up there that wet paint? I mean, obvious horseshoe grad is. I yeah. mean, she's the favorite. She's of a, jokes. Well, I don't think she's just not the favorite. I mean. Oh yeah. I, I, I think she did it in the slop, and everyone was like, "Oh, she just loves the wet," and then she shows up and killed it on the, the fantasy. Uh, and then here well, we are. we're only we're only two days in, so I've only gone down as you guys know, with everybody down in the tent for a beer once on opening day, I had one beer and then I went home. So I haven't really heard what everybody's saying, but yeah, we have mentioned it, John and I on the show, but Good. it is cool. Every time that there's a horse in the Oaks that any of them, you know, it's usually they, you know, they break their maiden here. It's a, it's a good place to break your maiden for these horses. It seems like so. I'm well, not only that, Brad Cox is a huge supporter, right? I mean, Brad Cox. Oh, yeah. Loves it. yeah. Yeah. Ricky Janini. Oh God. Ricky, his uh, assistant, great guy that runs a runs a tight ship honestly is they their horses are they've got a good team and yeah he's a super sport i mean he started here kind of reminds me of tom amos like tom was here before anybody else was here and then brad came and now brad is like he knows where to put the horses his horses that can win in indiana so yeah well, let me talk to you about this real quick. And this wasn't actually not on the show sheet, but I think it's an applicable question. Uh, Kentucky passes sports gambling. What kind of impact is that going to have on our, our racing scene here? Ugh, Are you know. mad about it? I'm not mad about it, I don't think. It's just, you know, a lot of people don't understand the back. Like the, um, you know, I was just talking to Christine, Christina Blocker the other day, the other day, uh, a while ago. Listen, guys, it's been opening day and I'm operating on no sleep. But uh, Christina and I were talking about how, like, a lot of people don't realize the backside of the industry, you know, I d and you both know, I do a lot of, like, the production and, you know, sponsorships and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that I also know the casino and the sports betting part, because I started as an intern in Hoosier Park. Nobody in Indiana had an analyst, not trying to humble brag, but I was the first one. And when I, it was the off season, they didn't know what to humble do with brag. me. So they put me in the casino. She was so nine years old. Yeah, I know the Drinking casino stuff and, and how that works. So it is, I think it is going to do a little bit of an impact, but I don't think it's going to be racing. I think it's going to be more on the other side and the sports book and stuff that's going to be kind of affected. What do you guys think? Interesting thing about how it's, it's going to be, um, how it's going to be facilitated here is it has to go through the tracks. Yeah. So the oh, track did, you know what? I forgot about that. Right. And so I See, think that's not how ours is. Right. And we have the historical horse racing. Yeah. That's totally we, different. They're not even calling it the mint million. They have a grade three over a mile at Kentucky Downs. They're calling it the mint millions because they're putting two million bucks in the purse. Yeah. Because there's so much money in the historical horse racing. Oh, Rachel, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I think it's going to, they're going to have a three million. They're going to have a, no, the third highest purse of any race in North America. After literally the Pegasus, the Derby are both three million dollar races. And now they're that have a two million dollar Churchill race. Downs is going to have this, they're going to have this sweet setup in downtown Louisville as well. Yeah, I mean, it's taking over be... the world. Well, here's the thing too: Kentucky Downs had so much money from their mint parlor, they had to give the money to Ellis to supplement Ellis's purses last year. So Ellis went from running like fifty thousand dollar maidens to sixty one thousand dollar maidens. I did see that. I didn't know that that was why. Yeah, why? Yeah, it's wild. I think oh it's, it's going to be. I think you're going to see a huge impact. You know, just because I mean, wow. we it was support. It was starting to really impact our our breeding operations here. I mean, yeah. don't don't feel bad for us. You know, it's good that breeding's gone well, to I, other when states. I moved here in the late in the you know the aughts in 2008, 2009. I mean, Turfway was running for a nickel. Yeah, a lot of five thousand dollar races at Turfway. Now it's. I mean, that's that's yep. those days are long gone. Yeah. So. 
So that there it is. We don't have to go to Indiana to game anymore unless we want to go to Horseshoe <laughs> and well, play roulette. Need, or... need is a little Caesars, you know, sponsorship on ESPN. Yeah. All right. I got you. Look, I have, what Keeping what's wrong with you? Here. I just, like baby steps. I just took you <laughs> up with this one. Maybe next year. <laughs> All right, so uh, what are we talking about today, Louie? I don't have my show sheet, but I don't even know where my iPad is. No, I, just, I don't have I, my show sheet either, and you guys are going to have to take it easy on me on Derby Horses. I didn't even look at Oaks. I'm so far behind. and well, I Oh, uh, no, you're okay. I mean, I think we're still trying to – I mean, like one of the things I did see on the show sheet is that, hey, uh, the fields are set. Well, we know that's not true because even last year, uh, Rich Strike gets on the very last day. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens. I, I think yeah. the conversation here is going to be, you know – Well, if people are looking for a resource – HorseracingHappyHour.com. The top article is my cheat sheet that I put together every year. Yeah. I studied that today, everyone that's listening on the podcast. That's what I did. It's their Derby homepage, their Equibase homepage, and then all of their prep replays. Nice. And if and they ran a stakes nicely, race, yes. If, you, yes, if yes. they ran a stakes race at Churchill Downs, it's also on there. And um, it's in order of total points. Nice. And so the contenders are already ranked, and it's the top twenty-six points getters. Nice. So if there are, if there is movement, like which we can only about, have four also eligibles when they had the uh, the entries happen on Monday, not this Monday, the following Monday. And but uh, but it's all set up. You can go check out all the horses, all the way from Forte, all the way down to say a Mandarin Hero, or something like that. So there you go. There. So it's a great resource. It's also available as a PDF. Zach uh, made that an option as well, so you can literally just download it. It's totally free. Um, and go ahead and grab that. Uh, horse racing uh, happy hour.com i'm just looking over your it's shoulder. the top of my twitter too by the way at radio louis on twitter yeah it's pinned that was the best so it was pinned at the top so nice i can look it up yeah. yeah well let's uh let's before we really kind of get into uh, the derby rankings and the oaks let's actually look at what happened last week and and i'm just gonna say right now if it takes for me not to be on the show for an italian to win on the weekend <laughs> i will make that sacrifice You'll take let's, one for the team. I will take one for my Paisanos. <laughs> so let's see uh, an Italian here in the Ginny Wiley. And super shout out to Keelan here for the race replay. A quarter mile to go. An Italian, the leader. White Frost to the inside with the moonlight to the outside. Then Queen Goddess skims his fifth toward the rail. An Italian has the lead. An Italian into the final furlong opens up here. Three lengths in front of With the Moonlight. Second ahead. White Frost is third. In Italian, the leader coming to the line in the grade one. Jenny Wiley in Italian to win it for Irad Ortiz Jr. Oh, Irad, you know, you know, now, getting it done. The, now, when I first watched it, I thought, oh, he rocked him to sleep. And then I looked at the fractions. Actually ran like 23 and three and then 47 and change. So it wasn't as though he got it to, you know, it's like 48 and a half or something like that where he's out on the lead. That horse was just better. Oh the yeah, Moonlight is a really nice mare, and so that's that's a that's a nice finish. Um, we gave out the uh, the turf pick three in the sheet last week that hit for a couple hundred. Nice, bucks, nice. and so um, so that worked out. But yeah, that was one of those legs that we went real skinny, and the top two came in for us. And uh, who is that? This is Nini. When did you get that happen? When did that happen? Yeah. Well, I've had her since I was uh, my my husband and I met. She was our oh. first oh. baby. Okay. She's okay, a two-year-old right. lady. This is Nini. Now, Louie, that field was kind of like lots of scratches and yes, all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, I got mean, down to like seven horses, eight horses, yeah. Yeah, so it looked like a Santa Anita turf race, but that's okay. I mean, um, you know, we that still romped. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah. Well, if she can get that kind of lead, and if she's able to run those splits, she's going to get. I mean, she's going to win a lot of races. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on now then to the Lexington Stakes, which first mission wins, but the. 
the story here is not who won the race to me. The story is who came in third uh, because it, it disrupted the derby points, right? So uh, let's go ahead and let's look at the Lexington Stakes. Arabian Lion leads to the top of the short stretch in the Stone Street, Lexington. Arabian Lion with first mission, having plenty of room to the inside and trying to scoot up the rail to challenge Arabian Lion. Close quarters between this pair, then Disarm, and then Dennington. First mission keeps running up the inside. First mission grabs the lead. First mission, Luis Saez. To Just a reminder that in the top three things that's wrong with horse racing, uh, that short stretch of Keeneland is way at the top of the list. Oh, my um, gosh. It's so quick. It's it's not well, where along with the dual finish lines, the, the two finish lines. It's, it's how you know God didn't make. You know what? First of all, when I was watching, listen, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I haven't watched the replays yet, as you both know. I've been super busy in the off season. I'm trying to catch up just with this, so I haven't got to watch replays yet. I was interested to see that one because uh, who was it? The eight, the second place finisher in that race, Arabian Lines. Yes, 11, yeah. switched oh. leads. Yeah, switched leads. But the the stretch is so short, never got enough momentum. It's I totally yeah. agree with you, Louis. Yeah, and I think they did right by Arabian Line. By the way, he draws the outside post, and they just decided, you know, Baffert and uh, uh, Irep. Yeah, and just just go to the front. We'll figure it out with the short stretch. Yeah. Hopefully, we're there. Uh, Let him catch us. a second yeah. place check anyway. We're well worth the trip, and so. Um, you know, I think we'll see both of those horses in the preview. All right, we're we're to the uh, time of year right now that um, we probably pick start picking up listeners who are trying to figure out things that don't listen throughout the year. So we like to do a little bit of just education, right? I mean, we're all about educating. I, stopped, Dan, oh, I love educating new players. Absolutely. So when Rachel, explain what you mean when you say they switch leads and what yeah, why that matters. Leads, so. Well, it's kind of hard if you don't know, but so a horse will lead with one foot. Well, I'm going to really dumb it down <laughs> for people. Not that anybody's dumb. And you're giving visuals, so you definitely have to go I check out the to stream. I tell people this too, because I sometimes, because I do wagering 101s at work, like where I say right. like, oh, this is win, place, show. Like I really get new people and I, and I like to do that. Just, I love teaching new people. And I don't mean dumb it down because nobody's dumb. This is a hard, hard sport. So you, they're, they're leading with this leg and you want them to switch to lead with the other because it gives them a little a bit extra of a boost is the easiest way that you can put it. The right. easiest they've way just, you put it. They've just led with one of their feet going around. Yes. The and then you want them to lead with the other. If they right. change leads, you get, so it's that horse changed leads a little show. bit too late for my liking uh, personally, but. Yeah. I, it's one of the things I learned doing the show is that horses don't run in a straight line. Mm -mm. They run in a zigzag. So yep. uh, that's what we're talking about here with one of the feet being in the lead. Okay. So first mission, Arabian Lion, both probably headed to the Preakness. Probably. Uh, but Disarm picks up the six points right here. By and the way, it's too bad that um, Arabian Lion's trained by Bob Baffert. Yeah. Because I think he'd be great the Pat Day Oh, really? You know, I really I, think absolutely. That. I really think Yeah. That. So uh, the the connections with Disarm, uh, Steve Asmussen, uh, uh, he's a gun runner, but they don't seem like overly enthusiastic about it. like they haven't made their decision yet on whether or not they're going to run or not. Uh, any take on that? Uh, I, they're I, in the race if they want to be, right? Right, it's not for everybody, you know. A couple years ago, we watched, um, oh, who won the uh, El Camino Rail? There he goes on and wins the Preakness, uh, Ron Bauer. Yeah, Ron Bauer. We watched them say, No, no, we're going to the Preakness, and everyone went, Why wouldn't you try the Derby? Like, you can get in, you know, and and they just it turned out to be the right decision. Um, and so sometimes I think with horses, you know, I mean, your, your criticism of Asmussen is he's not a grade one 
He's not a he makes his money in allowance races and in high level claimers, right? Yeah. Okay. And so uh, you know, I think in this case, if you've got the sixteenth derby horse or something, and you think you can hit the board, you gotta run them. Yeah. That check check for hitting the board in the derby top five is insane. And so um plus if you're if you're if you're Kentucky Derby placed. Right, if you hit the board in the Kentucky Derby, I mean, it's that goes huge. a long way towards your breeding. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, just to let people know, uh, reincarnate disarm is the actually the second to last horse that got in the race. Reincarnate is last with the forty-five points uh, because we have the Japanese invitation is being accepted. Which so we'll have two Japanese horses in the race. Which oh yeah, is going to be Derma very Sota. very interesting. How do you think you say that? Derma Derma Sotogake. Yeah, I knew you would, Louis. That's that is what he does. <laughs> That's what I do. Yep, every That's time he rattles it off. Too. But you got three other horses have, with 45 points tied with Reincarnate who are going to be in that 21st, 22nd, 23rd. And there's a lot of people who like Skinner, for example, yes, the 22nd. I agree with that. Cyclone Mischief is, uh, you know, not winning races, but hitting the board and actually has looked a lot better since. Uh, he should definitely run in the path now. Yes. If he, yeah, I think no yeah, question yep. run that horse in the path um, so you're going to get some of these horses. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Mad Mandarin Hero really doesn't have any chance of, of jumping not. up there. And, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of interesting just to kind of see what these other horses do because they will show up Derby Day, right? I mean, more yeah. than likely. Jace's Road is already on is already there. Well, and there are some horses in that list that you're mentioning right now, including Verifying. Yep. Or um Mage that you just mentioned, Blazing Sevens even that people really like, man. Oh yeah. Really like yeah, it. Brad Cox's horse. I love yeah. that horse. Yep. Pit shows in that list too. He's in the teens, right? Isn't he? Eleventh. Eleventh, yeah. yeah. I mean, hit show. If he doesn't break from the outside, I think he wins the wood. And we're talking a little bit differently about him as well. Um, I know the wood has been a bad predictor for success in the Derby recently, um, but historically is really, really excellent. And so, um, at some point, the wood winner is going to win. You know, a horse out of the wood is going to win the Derby if we get one out of the freaking Jeff Ruby stakes. I mean, Christ Almighty. So, um, hey, I gotta, I gotta go put Ray to bed. But um, what are you guys' uh, thoughts on Forte? Is what I wanted to know. I think he's favorite. heads and tails. Heads and tails. You think so? Yeah, I think there's a chance he's epicenter. I I think there's really? a chance. Yeah, I think there's a chance he's justify. So, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I would love it. I, th I think he. I think he's got a legit shot. Really. Of of hitting. Uh, yeah, I, I think this horse con continues to improve, and I for me what yeah, he did, and what yeah what he did in the Florida Derby zone. Wait, who's the pretender? Hashtag pretender. <laughs> Zach's making fun of me. Mean. Hey, before you leave, if I would have told you on January 1st that the Oaks Field would be without Wonder Wheel, without Julia Shining, and without Hoosier Philly, you would have told me I was a liar, right? Yeah. All three of those horses are on the outside looking in right now. It's, it's a wild field. That's freaking Insane. nuts. And it, and it speaks it's to why it's going to be a big thing. Oh, yes. Weird, do you guys feel like this is a weird year? For the Phillies or yeah. in general? For the in Phillies. In general. I think in for the general. Phillies, definitely. Weird year, otherwise, though. I think this is a pretty typical derby field. I mean, I, I do, yeah. except for our again, our favorite ran like in last June as a two year old, which we never see. And broke is made in May. May, yeah, yeah. We never yeah. see that. Yeah. We we usually see horses that are really good as a two year old get you know all the other horses catch up, and it seems like he's breaking away even further. And um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. If the Florida Derby's run a ten furlongs, he wins by open. Yeah, yeah, I'm catching up. I'm I'm literally catching up on all the Derby stuff. So I was literally asking like what you guys thought. I mean, I just looked looked over it for a little bit today. I'm I've been reading obviously the Pollock report like every day, but not just Good. scanning it. Well, and go so watch I that. Just to know what you guys thought. 
I know I do. I need to watch the Florida Derby, don't I? I think my dogs are now running the backyard. Your dogs are out. I just saw a dog run in the backyard. I got listen, I've got a baby horse. Oh my gosh, she's huge. I got a we got a Great Dane puppy in September. We got her at oh, nine. You got a Great Dane? I had Great Danes growing up. Okay, now she's, she wants to get in here. She is she's uh we got her she's a blue. She's a blue? Yep. I used to have we, an all black one named Jetta, and my dad had a Harlequin before that. I will send you a picture. She is uh she's, she was nine pounds and she she could go under this chair, and now she's ninety pounds and still thinks she can go under the chair. What's her name? Rose, Duchess Rose, or what we call oh, her Big Booty Rose. Pictures, Mike. I want to see. I will definitely do that. Uh, I'll take the saddle I'm, off. Listen, I'm really sorry that I didn't get to like actually handicap races with you to got you guys. We watched a few, and I'm excited about it. And I promise I'll have more formed opinions next time. But you want me to visit on comic, the radio show next week? Comic relief this this week. Next week, what we're is the radio show? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no two, two, well, uh, two I'm weeks. Just saying, pick a week. Pick a day next week, and I'll have you on. Okay. We'll do the two during Derby Week. What What is your favorite, before you go, what is your favorite thing about the Derby experience? <gasps> oh, my God. You guys realize that I had never been to the Kentucky Derby until a couple years ago when we when we were there. I made Rachel. We had a lot first, of fun. Was I made that it. your first live show? That was your first live show. No, it wasn't our first live show. At the Kentucky Derby, it wasn't? No, no. Well, definitely wasn't mine. And Louis, Louis. Well, we before. had done the September before that. I'm on oh, your. Okay. Okay. okay, I'm yeah. sorry. 2018 was the first. Oh, I'm on like I'm on, Rachel. There was a time when I did 13 hours of radio between the two days, like it was insane. For horse racing happy hour. For horse racing happy hour, the first one would have been 19. Yeah, it would have been 19. Okay, so is the okay, so is Yeah. Um. Everything. Everything. I love it all. It was awesome. <laughs> I, you, but my favorite thing about Kentucky Derby, like the actual race is obviously like how when the race goes off and you're yes. literally yeah. standing there. And I was in that, what was that VIP room, Louie, that we were in? Yeah. It wasn't millionaires. It was, was that? You're above the millionaire row. You're yeah. above millionaire row. It was better. Anyway, yeah, you're in the VIP room. <laughs> Seeing that was insane like everyone cheering it was like deafening and amazing and i remember standing back because obviously like new people are like yeah yeah run run and i was just standing back like watching everyone lose their shit and it was the best we are now explicit oh is this? Oh, sorry okay, lose their crap so and you can cuss on here it's all right my favorite part though was working that room and giving all my tips to everybody and them cashing money and and telling these big burly guys that looked at me and they thought that I was just some blonde bimbo passing out tip sheets and then when they kept cashing money I was like yeah yep. boys. Rachel took a selfie with me on that day that I cannot show my wife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she got one with the two of us. <laughs> that dress was like cut the out. Dress is just I'm like nope can't show that one nope. Fashion. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know me, I'm not very fat. I'm pretty much a dude. So that was, I know, that but was it also occurred to me. Your best well, I was telling Kristen that you were coming on tonight and, and I'm like, you haven't met Rachel, have you? And she goes, no, I, I know. I want to meet your wife so yeah. much. I respect her for all of her child rearing skills. I'm in love with her. She's my literal idol. She's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Rachel. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, for us. Make sure you check out racing Rachel on social media. Uh, she gives up picks all the time. So, and get up to Indiana because it's fantastic oh, out there. Terrific. All right. Yeah, it's fun. Get Bye, up guys. There. Have fun. Yeah. See ya. Um, all right. Uh, and I think Rachel's right, man. That that's one of the reasons I really like where we are for the, with the media seats because we're close to that starting gate. Yeah. 
and we can really see yeah, how they roar, break. And then you, it, the Oaks actually breaks like right in front of us. Right in front of you. Yeah. You never get a crowd that size. Number one, and number two, you don't get that many horses in a race. Right. The so twenty. It's just the just the swarm of horses that that go by as well is really. Um, it's unusual and it's also awesome. So, all right, we're going to move on to the handicapping section of our show. Of course, sponsored by Green Sheet Racing, right there on my hat, the beautiful uh, established 1947. Uh, Green Sheet Racing is your source. If you're going out to the Kentucky Derby, like, listen, there's 170 people one day, 130,000 the, uh, the other day. So, like, 300,000 people are going out there. There's probably only like legit, probably like, 8,000 of them are actual horse racing experts, right? That means there should be 220,000. Two, no, what am I doing? 292,000 <laughs> green sheets purchased. Because if you're going out to the Kentucky Derby or the Kentucky Oaks without a green sheet or Thurby without a green sheet, like you're just doing something wrong. Yep. Or Tuesday if you're going out for 502 day, Wednesday, Champions Day. Hit yeah, it. Wednesday. You got to hit it. You got to hit it. Opening night on the. Keeneland this weekend, Santa Anita this weekend. Let's go. You got to get it. So, uh, uh, my, uh, my, uh, ticket in the sheet this week is the late pick four on Saturday at Keelan. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, we got, love a, this sequence, by the way. we got a new buddy, a new buddy, Ben, who's going to be out there. He's in town for his sister's wedding. So, uh, maybe he's going to pick up a green sheet or get some tips off this show and, uh, and go with it, man. I'll, I'll, let's, let's, let's do it. So, um, Louie, we're going to start with race seven out of Keeneland. And this is just an allowance race, six furlong sprint on the dirt. With three-year-old fillies here, uh, 110,000 uh, up for grabs. Who did you like in this race? We're going single here. Um, we're going to the outside for socially selective. Um, and I will be very honest. I think this horse is. Is he socially selective because he's bougie or because he's awkward? I think it's a co. It's a COVID thing. Oh, okay. He's this horse. <laughs> going to be wearing a mask. There you go. Mask up with this horse who's run 82 and 83 as the only lifetime buyer speed figures to keep LASIK here. Drops out of uh, broke his maiden. In Saratoga in August, comes back first start since August in March at Oakland Park, and the horse runs second in a listed stakes. So we're second off the bench here. Bill Mott does that at twenty percent. Uh, we're picking up Irad here, um, and I, I think this is going to be a pretty simple race here. Go ahead and single first leg race seven at Keeneland with socially selective. Who All right, is the seven horse. We're moving on to one of Louis's favorite uh, races, the Mono Half Turf race here. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Up for grabs in the grade two Elkhorn stakes. By the way, turf courses look good today. Obviously, it hasn't been really like tested Rave, out. No, they're running horses on it and rave reviews. So, so hopefully it holds up. I we we can only hope. We're talking about the turf at Churchill. At Churchill. Uh, uh, but Keeneland's is fine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the turf at Churchill actually looked really looked good from the the little limited eyeball test I have. Uh, somehow we've got Channel Maker still running, uh, almost ten years old, right? So he's at nine. Uh, Louis. Who do you like in this uh, all-star event here, the Elkhorn Stakes? I appreciate you mentioning Channel Maker. I'm going to leave him out. I'm going to beat him. Yeah. Um, not because of anything that he's ever done. He's won six times at the distance. He's won at Keeneland before with a 108 buyer. But that was so long ago, we don't even see it on the form anymore. And so I think that he's on the downside of his career. Doesn't mean he can't pick up you know, second, third place check here. Obviously, the horse still wants to run if they're still running him. 51st lifetime start. Uh, fall in love with the Phillies and Mares and the Geldings. Yep. So um, I got value engineering on top here. Seven-year-old uh, gelded son of Lemon Drop Kid is the two here. Tyler aboard for Mike Maker has won twice in the last three runs, was second in the other one in the McKnight down at, uh, at Gulf Street Park in a grade three. Seems to be fine at the distance. Got picked off by 
Red Knight, who we're also going to use in this race. Everyone, anyone who's, who's also nine years show, old, right? Uh, he's uh, nine as well. <clears throat> anyone who watches this show knows that I'm a real big fan of Red Knight. Picked him against Goofo last year at Kentucky Downs at 15 to one. That was a Goofo. Really, really nice horse. Uh, Red Knight coming off of another win in that McKnight. Um, so I think those two are going to show up again. They seem to just be absolutely competitive in all of these races. Um, what's up? Value Engineering is owned by your mom, Phil Forte. <laughs> and Phil Forte, just so people that know want the connection that's even weirder. I mean, not just a Forte Forte connection, but uh, Phil Forte was is the father of a guy who played basketball at the universe, uh, Oklahoma State University. Played high school basketball with Marcus Smart, who now plays for the Celtics. Phil Forte played in the Derby Classic. He was an outside, like a, just an unbelievable three point shooter at Oklahoma State. Uh, so uh, I'll like there's personal connections there for sure. So I'm 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 all over that value engineering. Pick. I'm also uh, using the highest honors here. The eight uh, was uh, fourth in the um, in the Mac Diamara. You mean Irad and Chad on the turf is a good pick? Thanks for uh, oh cleaning that up for me. Appreciate sorry. It. And then um, the three horse. Uh, I have no numbers on here. Rising Empire uh, has been running really well at fairgrounds. Interested to see because Brendan Walsh is off to a pretty good start as usual at Keeneland, usually with those two-year-olds, but uh, seems to uh, want to move this horse up north here. Keeps Florent aboard here. Only lost by a half length last time out. Two back, one an optional claimer. So he ran in that Muniz, which is a grade two at Fairgrounds. It's going to get extra distance here. Um, it'll be interesting. I think they're going to try to stalk with this horse okay. in this case. And so uh, I like to have those pressing horses in these longer races. So I'm going to spread a little bit here. I'm going uh, two, five, eight, and three in um in the uh, the Elkhorn, excuse me. And then, uh, of course, highest honor, the eight horses owned by Will, Bill Farish and um, the owner of, who was the owner of Charismatic. Um, back, the, my, my favorite derby horse, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, race nine at Keeneland is the Ben Ali Stakes. This is a mile and 316th on the dirt for 300 grand. Like I said, a grade three. Um, who is your pick here, Louie? I, I landed on Skippy Longstocking. I don't love the pick uh, for Safi. But um, I think the horse is is going to run well again. Ran well in the Challenger last time at uh, Tampa Bay. Was the favorite going into uh, was the uh, Morning Line favorite? Excuse me, going into the Pegasus uh, before that one. The the Harlan Handy down at uh, at Gulfstream going the two turns. Horse I think is going to like the mile and an eighth distance here as well. Um, should be good to go um, in this one. So we'll use that guy on top, and then. I should definitely write the numbers down next time. Uh, the one horse, Pioneer of Medina, is going to come in here uh, for Todd Pletcher and Tyler. Uh, ran uh, two back and won the mine shaft at Fairgrounds. Uh, stretched out to, in the New Orleans Classic at a mile and an eighth. Uh, ran right behind everyone. Was really bad last time. Can I just say that this might be like one of the best grade three fields that we've seen in a long time? It's like, very good. This is a like this is a great two. Seven of, well, I picked the favorites, of course. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the five is Rattle and Roll. Man, I don't know what to do with this horse. When he runs his race, he's really, really good. The reason I'm picking him here is because he's second off the layoff. No angle is better for trainer Kenny McPeak than second off the layoff. Um, ran fourth last time up the track a little bit in that New Orleans Classic behind West Willpower and our art collector. Um, that was a very, very nice field. Mr. Wireless was in that field. We watched him win the Indiana Derby. Yep. Um, came back and, and has been running as well. Uh, he won the Oklahoma Derby last year and the St. Louis Derby. Rattle and roll did. Um, then uh, they tried him in a... In a um, Thoroughbred after Carolines, uh, grade two at Keeneland, just didn't go. It was a mile and five-eighths. Uh, didn't like the distance, so don't worry about that race two back. He's second off the layoff here. I think he got that his legs back under him and uh, has been training well at Churchill Downs as well. So uh, I went uh, four, one, and five 
keep and in the Ben Ali. The only other horse in here that you didn't mention that's a kind of a household name, uh, Tawny Ports in this race too. Yes. So uh, with Flavian Pratt and Brad Cox aboard. So this is like this is a Happy really Americans good. a fine horse as well. Uh, is a great at stakes winner. Yeah, we've seen some dog grade threes. This is this is a great two field. I believe. Would you agree with that? At least grade three plus. Yeah, probably grade two minus. I'm with you. Okay. All right. So we're gonna uh, finish the pick four here with race ten, which is a hundred thirty hundred thirty thousand. What are we going to see these allowance races get to in Nelly's sports gambling? Five and a half furlong sprint on the turf. Uh, Louis, who's your quick pick in this race to All finish right. out I, the pick four? I have um, five horses in this one. Oh, I'm so, going to give you a horse you have to include here because I think they figured out what they want to do with this horse. And okay. It is nobody listens. The 11. Is he eight to one? He is eight to one. Yes. I on my birthday at Turfway Park, this horse won the Big Daddy over six furlongs. Had the race been five <laughs> and a half furlongs, he would have won by open, open lengths. Okay, that's all he wants to do is go five, five and a half. Look at his splits, Mike. 22 and one, 21 and two, 22, 21 and three. This horse flies. He's won over the slop three times. He's won over fast dirt five times. He's won on synthetic. He's won on the turf. Doesn't matter where he runs. Go back, people. Go back and watch the replay of the Big Daddy Stakes, March 11 at Turfway Park. You tell me if you've ever seen a horse break better out of the gate in your life. And plus, Roger and Matt are probably listening. I, I get it. No, no, no. <laughs> Go back and watch that race. Watch that horse break out. No, I know. Liz, I know I, I, they got legit horses here. So, but Just Roger Matt. is second off the layoff for Michelle Lovell. I think that horse is going to run a big race as well. The ten, and then um, I went uh, to the six horse. Who I'm going to have? Who's the six horse? The six horse is no. no, is it no is it oh, no, it's Mike. Is it no balls? Yeah. So Mike is running in this race. Um, was uh, is again another one second off the layoff coming out of Turfway. So no balls is gelded. Um, he actually is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That worked out very well for them. Oh my god! Um, it ran a ninety-two. Uh, how is Zach not laughing? I mean, you all can't see Zach. Because we can it's see Zach. Twenty and he's, he's chill. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, uh, ninety-two speed figure <laughs> off the bench last time. This is second off the layoff here. Love the spot for Larry Ravelli. Um, and Gerardo Corrales is just peppering the board right now. At uh, Keeneland has hit the board ten runs out of nineteen. Uh, total runs so far at the Keeneland meet. I'm not including today's numbers. I apologize for that, but um, 17% overall. Um, and he's getting more and more good um, good mounts here. It's just on a noble mission um, and has won over $400,000 in his life. He's only four years old. So I think No Balls is an absolute uh, include <laughs> here. Then the two and the three horses here are Smoke and Jay and Beer Can Man. If Smoke and Jay runs like he did just recently at Gulfstream Park, he's going to give 20 and two. 20 and two out of the gate. Wow. He's going to give nobody listens an absolute that is run for his money coming out of the gate. But what I like is Smoke and Jay in the two hole, and we get uh, nobody listens in the 11. They're not going to be competing with each other immediately. They'll meet up down the back stretch and then they'll figure it out. So there you go. A little Smoke and Jay on a 420. <laughs> is, that, is that four horses? Or is that five? Do you think you Okay. You gave us the. Gave us all five right there. there. All right. Well, quick pick. All right. So one hundred thirty thousand dollars. It's more than a grade three. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> listen. You don't have to tell me that. I'm, so I'm by the lie. way, before we go to Santa Anita, need to give a shout out. Okay. I texted our guy John Lindo today. Oh, man, I love John Lindo. And I was like, "Yo, tell me what you're thinking." And he's thinking the same thing as me, so I feel good about these picks. Okay. Yeah. Are we starting uh, with? Race five? Yeah, the Kona Gold. Yeah. We're going to go to the Kona Gold Stakes, which is a grade three, six and a half furlong sprint on the dirt, $100,000. Their grade three is less than uh, $30,000 less than the allowance at uh, Keeneland. Um, but, you know, inflation, right? Or the California <laughs> cost of living. I don't know. 
Um, let's go ahead. Who do you like in this one? Brickyard ride by a lot, frankly. Yeah, six I, to five. I, yeah, and I think it's. I think this is a an interesting move back to the dirt for him. Nine wins, seventeen times. Nine wins in thirteen races at Santa Anita. You get Juan Hernandez, who is absolutely the king of California right now, mm-hmm. winning at twenty five percent, and then you know I don't know hits the board in every freaking race that he runs. And so I, I'm I'm taking Brickyard ride, and I'm, I'm I'm running away. That's the end of the early pick five. So you actually kind of get a free space here, in my opinion. Um, I was a little surprised not to see, um, oh, who was our guy out west that we loved? That was the um, was the sprinter, um, American Theorem. Oh yeah, a little surprised not to see him. I wonder if he's off to the breeding shed. I actually don't know that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, you want me to look it up real quick? We can. Um, but but I, because of that, there's a couple horses in here. Like Trump is in this race coming out of Turfway or Turf Paradise. Um, then you get Positivity, who's been running in the Arabian Peninsula. Uh, didn't have a ton of success before that. Uh, mostly at the optional claimer kind of level. Goes over and runs overseas. Runs eighth, third, and seventh. None of them by better than six and a quarter lengths against pretty bad competition and handicap and lower level stakes races at Maidan. First race back in North America. Usually don't like that angle either. So I'll ride with Brickyard right here. American Theorem is still listed as active. Okay, good. So like be kind of crazy that we have an American Pharaoh already off to the breeding shed, but you know, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Eight years ago. Uh, race nine. Uh, we're going to see, and I'm guessing we're going to see another single here, but I don't know for sure. Uh, the Californian stakes $200,000 on the line, a mile and an eighth on the dirt. I mean, Defunded's here. Hard not to like Defunded here. If you want someone that is possibly going to jump up here. It's Royal Ship, right? It is Royal Ship. Yeah. It's absolutely Royal Ship, second off the bench here. Um, tried the turf last time. Didn't like it with Mike Smith. Mandela putting him back on the dirt. That's not a great percentage for him. But Royal Ship is one of those horses. Seven-year-old geldings, hard knock and whores. One for three lifetime at the distance. It does have a 108 speed figure in this race. Actually, a couple of years ago, he would be the other one to use. I don't know what to do with Parnelli. Um, Mr. Impossible is a nice horse, but he's, I think, really more of an allowance horse. I think some of these horses are in here just to make the race go. I don't um, really like Parnelli at, at four to one, to be honest. That's the number? Yeah, four to one. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a hard pass then. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it's defunded in, in a bunch of dudes. Um, but if you're going to get that upside, it's going to be Royal Ship. What's Royal Ship's number? Royal Ship is at uh, three to one. Okay, that makes sense to me, actually. Yeah. Okay. But and then so that means that what Defund is four to five? Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Defund is a heavy, heavy favorite. So uh potentially two singles out there in Santa Anita. Uh Defund it. I mean California was an important race for a long time, too. It's weird to see this. Well, I think what happens, you got a lot of these horses that normally would have raced here that are over in the Saudi Cup and and running it's those tough. races. Some years tough, man. Yeah. It is. You're right. Uh so defunded choosing to stay in the United States and that that is what it is, right? So, do you think um, we see Rich Strike for the first time on Derby Day? Ooh, that's a good question. Saving him for Churchill? I, I would. It's yeah. The only place I brought him. <laughs> right. Churchill. Yeah. Uh, great show. Uh, thanks again to Race and Rachel for hopping on. We'll see more of her in the next couple of weeks for sure. And, uh, and of course, uh, go up to Horseshoe, check that place out. I mean, listen, if you're looking to just get away for just a little break, Horseshoe Indianapolis. A lot of of listeners in Indianapolis to the show. A lot of listeners in Cincinnati. Easy trip from both places. It's awesome. Shelbyville, Indiana. Go up there. Enjoy a good day of racing. And if you like casino stuff, that's right. It's literally a hallway. I lost a couple hundred dollars there. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, I've definitely lost more playing uh, the casino games I did the horse racing. So you you might see Big Fudge. I mean, you never know. Let's bring Zach in. Because Zach is excited because he's going to his first uh, Indiana Derby this year. Oh, he's how coming down. Look at Zach. Big S is going to come in too. So Zach's going to hang out with Big S 
at a Breeders' Cup and then at the Indiana Derby. So are they basically taking the tickets that our spouses never use? Is that what it is? Uh, Dan is my date and Zach is yours. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> or do you want to be dead? No, I kind of want a mustache ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into oh, it. Oh, man. All what right. am I even here for today? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so uh, good show though. And racing.com, uh, go get that digital copy. Too. Get the get that now, Louis. Let's talk a little bit about like we're getting into some like where we're going to just start popping out content yep. on a much more uh, regular basis than just on Thursdays. Uh, do we want to? Is is Derby Week? Derby Week is set. I can give set. You All right, let's get let's get the schedule for Derby okay. Week because you're you're going to get. I don't want to say bombard it, but we know that people want to start really kind of dialing in Derby Week. They want to know what's going on at the track. They want to know what's going on with the celebrities. They want to know what's going on with the horses. They want to have some tips. I mean, we're delivering so multiple Monday, times a day. Monday through Wednesday of Derby Week, we'll be on 10 to noon live on uh, the ESPN affiliate here in Louisville, uh, AM 680, <laughs> FM 105.7. You can just ask your smart speaker to play um, ESPN, ESPN Louisville. ESPN 680, yep. ESPN 680. And it, it's going to be a great – the first three days we're backside. So we'll be – and it's 10 o'clock, so everybody's done working. So the trainers are going to be available. Jockeys are going to be available. So we're going to get a ton of great interviews. Um, <laughs> I love you. Inside and then, joke. Um, and then Thursday we'll move up to 322. So if you're out for Thurby, come say hi. We'll be at the top of the section. A lot easier on Thurby to come uh, say hi to the show than it is uh, other days. That's, again, 10 to noon. Uh, same spot, ESPN Louisville. What time's the first post on uh, Thurby? I think it's eleven thirty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then uh, we'll be up there Friday noon to two on Oaks Day, and then we'll go eleven to two on Saturday on Derby. Nice. Found out. Um, we are the. We're going noon team. to two on Friday. Yeah. Not uh, not. That's our normal spot. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one's in. No one's in. No one does shows at ESPN. Louisville okay. On Oaks Day. Love it. And so we're going noon to two, and uh, the good thing about about that is um we'll be in the smack dab in the middle of a bunch of races actually yeah so that'll be fun which makes that friday show like just fly yeah, because fun. we'll you know we'll get you as much as we can on the races and we'll bring you the, the live races um and i mean I, we hit stakes races i think by the time we're off Correct. so yep. um, we're gonna have some really nice looking horses that we're covering so uh by the way we're the only kentucky-based show at all doing radio on oaks and derby wow uh, well, we're the only ones that were up there on the September Derby. You know, you know, we, we've we've worked hard for it, bud. We've done sure. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then what about the extra peripherals beyond that? All right, so, so Wednesday night we'll be at uh, Chef's Cut again, and we'll release that podcast as well. That that is for if you are a, if you are new to horse racing, that episode is excellent because we go through the basics of betting. Um, we talk to people, we answer questions from the crowd. Um, those are some of our very best episodes are the ones that we do uh, with a group. And, and that's then, Wednesday of Derby Week. Wednesday of Derby Week. We'll have a podcast next Thursday. Yeah. And then uh, I'm working on something that kind of special. Yeah. I can't announce it yet. Right. Uh, but next Thursday is also the NFL draft. Right. So we will then also do our horse racing draft, which is a ton of fun. And I think we're trying to be creative with how we're going to do that this year. Um, but we will definitely have a derby draft next Thursday. Yep. Uh, plus, what I'm hoping is another really cool segment. Uh, but I don't, I, I can't announce it yet. So that, that was a hell of a tease. And then, yeah, uh, the, uh, um, Wednesday of next week, I'm going to be at uh, Equus and Jack's here in Louisville. We're going to be doing uh, drinks to make it your derby party. 
Nice. So the minimum number of ingredients, easy ones to make for pitchers or for whatever uh, that you could share with your friends. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm planning on being there. Okay, great. Yeah. Yep. So we'll do that next Wednesday um, at Equus and Jack's uh, with the folks over there. And then uh, the only other thing that if you're local on Monday, uh, come out to the bed races. And I know that you say, what? I'm, I'm telling you right now. Is the that this bed, Monday? No, Monday of, of, Derby, of Derby Week. week okay. Yeah, and it's my last Derby Festival event that I've got to do, and then I'm, I'm all horse racing happy after that. Uh, but the bed races is like – I never went to the bed races until I started working them. They're a, they are a ton of fun. Like it is so cool to see how uh, these people get into it, and uh, and there's some people that fly around that track. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. So all you need is a Pegasus pin. So where they is do, it? They do it at Broadbent. Uh, at, at so we at the state fairgrounds, yep. And you should come early because they we tailgate. We call the tailgate area the dormitory because it's full of beds. And uh, you know we enjoy. By the way, party. I want to th- throw this out there. Yeah. If you email us at horseracinghappyhour@gmail.com, and you don't live in Louisville, I will send you a Pegasus pin. Okay, I got some I extras. We will figure it out. Yeah. Go buy them. I don't care. Well, I mean, I, I got some. Yeah. We'll be I'm able here to for people around the country. You can wear your Pegasus pin on Derby Day and all that. It'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, Zach, I when do you get out? I do not live in Kentucky, and I have never been. Kentucky. I got a Pegasus pin for you. I will give you a Pegasus <laughs> pin. What when, do you, when are you coming in? Derby week? Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon. Awesome. Yep. So I'll be Fantastic. in like two-ish, I think. And then we'll hit the chef's cut that night, and we'll uh, we'll have a great time. Grab Zach. It's uh, seven thirty at chef's. Man, cut. we, we might call even, ahead thirty bucks. And, and this we time a... we planned far enough ahead that I got an actual flight to Louisville, so Louis doesn't have to drive three hours around trip. Well, which means like we could even like go and uh, catch the if the weather's night, catch the boat race, mm. the great steamboat race, which is kind of a cool uh, thing. And then we'll head over to chef's cut. You, you suck, know? Cincinnati. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's right. Let's go, Bell Louisville. <laughs> Screw you, Delta Queen. <laughs> Or Bell of Cincinnati or whoever it is now. <laughs> We're taking home those gilded antlers, uh, which is the trophy of the great steamboat race. You know, the all-American classic, the great American classic, the great steamboat race. Oh. Um, all right. Fireworks this weekend. Go out there and enjoy them. Be safe. Have fun. And then we'll talk. We're going to pay the tab. We're going to get out of here and we'll talk to you next week. This has been the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world.